When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 12. How to start over. Three inspiring real-life stories by Mary Yuksh of goodlifezen.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hello, hello, and welcome. It's great to have you here. I can't believe this is episode 12. You know, I read that a massive majority of podcasters never get past episode 7, and I'm already almost double that in just 12 days, so that's crazy. But, you know, I guess most podcasters do weekly shows and not daily, so maybe the goal should be to last 7 weeks or, you know, 2 months. Sounds like a bigger feat. That's crazy. That'll be episode 50. Yeah, okay, that's something to strive for. So I'm going for that, 50 episodes. Anyway, as a little change of pace, I'm going to be reading to you a blog post that is really broken up into a couple of inspirational stories. This comes from Mary Yuksh, the Zen master, over at goodlifezen.com. We all go through times in our lives when we go through big shifts, and that's what these three stories are all about. But real quick, I want to sponsor myself again today and mention my website, oldpodcast.com. You can listen to episodes there, But more importantly, you can join the short and sweet weekly newsletter that brings you some nice tips and finds in a neat and tidy email. Plus, you'll get a gift and a personal message from me, so head on over to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com. And now on to those inspiring stories. How to Start Over Three Inspiring Real-Life Stories by Mary Yuksh of goodlifesand.com Here are three inspiring stories by Good Life Zen readers. Each one of them had to start over and struggle through a new beginning. If you're contemplating a change to your life, read these stories. They'll show you that it's never too late to follow your passion and win out. Tess Marshall's story. My father had an eighth grade education and my mother attended school through sixth grade. My life changed when our parish priest convinced me to enroll at the local university and attend college part-time. I was born on an 88-acre produce and trucking farm. When we turned five years old, we were required to plant, weed, and pick produce alongside our migrant workers. My sisters and I worked out in the fields, in the sun, in the cold, in the rain, and in the midst of lightning and thunder. On alternate days of the week, we sold our produce at the farmer's market. On the farm, our studies were not a priority. Work was. There was never time allowed for studying until the work was finished. The problem was it was never finished. Consequently, we were too tired to study, so when it came to grades, my siblings and I slid by. I never thought I was smart enough to attend college. 
My only goal was to leave the farm after meeting my boyfriend when I was 15. I was pregnant and married at 17. Without a plan for my life, I was a mom to four daughters at age 22. I had dug myself a deep hole. My husband had two jobs to support us. I began a flower business from home. We attended church because it allowed us to sit still for an hour while the girls attended Sunday school. Father Don, young and hip, helped coach the women's softball team I joined. After the games, the team would go out for drinks and listen to Father Don discuss his, quote, hip philosophy. It was Father Don who convinced me to go to college. I was afraid I wasn't smart enough, but he wouldn't take no for an answer. He helped me choose two classes, how to study and speed reading. He showed me around campus pointing out the buildings where my classes were held. I aced my classes. Because being a good parent was my priority, I never carried more than two or three classes at a time. After nine years, I graduated. Hemingway wrote, quote, The world breaks everyone, and afterward, many are strong in the broken places. Unquote. I felt strong and able to conquer the world on graduation day. The girls were in high school when I went on to graduate school where I earned my master's in psychology. Two years later, I opened a private practice. Tess Marshall. Raquel Galford's story. I had a defining moment in which my life shifted dramatically. I worked in an office where I had the same coworkers for 15 years. We had been through marriages, deaths, births, graduations together. We were like a small family. I loved the comfort that this familiarity offered me. However, I made a decision which would change this forever. They purchased a winning lottery ticket worth $170 million. I did not choose to play with them due to my home circumstances. My husband, who is now my ex-husband, wouldn't work, and so I was trying to make it on one income, and my child wanted to play soccer. It took all I had to scrape up the amount I needed to get by. Needless to say, money changes people. Everyone who won left the office. I was devastated. I couldn't function. My marriage was falling apart. My ex was so angry at me for not playing. He was a gambling addict. I had no idea he had been taking my credit card and getting cash advances for over a year. I felt as if my entire life had fallen apart. I wallowed in self-pity for a long while. Then one day, I had enough, so I pulled myself up off the ground, filed for divorce, and got a second job so I could buy groceries for us to eat. The road I chose has not been easy. Being a single mom, working two jobs, and taking care of bills in the house is very hard at times. There are days I feel overwhelmed, but then I look at my son and I remember why I do it. Since my divorce, I have written a children's book which has been published, I've discovered a talent for making jewelry, and I've worked with an organization that provides free care for Palestinian children who live in refugee camps in Gaza. I am amazed that out of so much sadness and pain that I emerged a better person than I was before. I now appreciate the fact that people do enter and leave our lives. We are not promised that they get to stay forever. They are on loan to us. I'm still learning to really like change. It's a journey that I must take. Raquel Galford Kirsten Bean's story. Three years ago, I was laid off from my first publishing job at age 26. My husband and I had to move out of our apartment to the next city over to stay in a house my grandparents built in the 50s. I was on a number of medications for back pain and depression. Daily life had become so complicated as a result that I needed uppers to combat the downers, sleeping aids, and an antidepressant. I was miserable. I spent a year slowly tapering the meds, with no help from my doctor who had consigned me to a life of pills, and finally checked into a detox facility to get off the last of them. The next year was very hard as my body adjusted to being on nothing for the first time in years. I struggled with strange symptoms and syndromes, 
but nothing was as horrible as being on them was. I learned to breathe and accept. I couldn't find work for quite some time. I started volunteering at an organic for-profit kitchen. I gained confidence and met people who didn't judge me for what I'd been through. I also started working with local newspapers on their directories of businesses. I spent my days taking photographs and interviewing business owners in my community. I got the opportunity to work in my own city on the directory. The editor liked my work so much he gave me a stab at writing freelance articles. A writer my whole life, this was my first published work. I was tickled pink. Now I work for the paper part-time and am focusing hard on a goal of full-time freelance writing. If you would have told me a couple of years ago when I was deep in it that I would be learning kettlebell sport, writing for a paper, developing my freelance writing chops, writing music again, submitting poetry, and completely involved in my local community, I wouldn't have believed you. I had none of these things in the dark times. There was no overnight transformation for me. It was a slow shift. I learned how to breathe instead of popping a pill, and my life grew from there. I also read your site and others like it. It reminded me to let go. I know there are lots of people who are stuck where I was, laid off, maybe on medications, not doing what they came here to do with their lives. I love to help people, and I aim to do so with my writing. Currently, I am pain and depression-free, sober, and doing what I've always wanted to do due to a slow, gradual paradigm shift back to my true nature. I've made friends and opened my mind to life again. Thank you for your blog and the writing you contribute to the world. Kirsten Bean. These three women are truly remarkable. They started over and won through. You just listened to the post titled How to Start Over, Three Inspiring Real-Life Stories by Mary Yuch of GoodLifeZen.com. Now, I'd love to hear your feedback if you enjoyed hearing those individual stories and also what kind of content you really come back here to listen to. You can reach me at my website, oldpodcast.com or on Twitter at oldpodcast. Either way, you can get a hold of me, so please do let me know what your favorite content is. All right, that is episode 12. Only 38 more to go to hit the big 50 mark, which I guess is now the milestone that I'm looking forward to. So with that, have a great one and keep up the life optimizing. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits. Your optimal life awaits.